It doesn't matter what your background is. You can come from a you know a really wealthy family with kind of all the love and support that one could possibly imagine. You could come from a family that struggled financially really hard, that had parents that were non-supportive, that were abusive, that were, you know, distant or non-existent. It doesn't really matter what your background is. You are going to have certain pains and ultimately types of internal suffering that you experience throughout your life. One of the things that we get confused on is we feel like that if there's the right recipe in life that somehow we're going to come up free of suffering or that maybe we should because our background was like ostensibly without any real problems. But that confuses something. That confuses that we experience suffering simply because we're human. It's just a, a byproduct of being alive, right? So the difference is that it, it will manifest, come into being, show up in your life, show up inside of you in a different way. That's the only difference that your background creates. So for example, if you came up and you had a really challenging childhood you had you know, emotionally abusive parents. You had uh, a really uh, you know, dangerous neighborhood that you grew up in. You're probably going to experience suffering based on very direct results from those things. You'll feel financially insecure. You'll have issues with relationships, with trust, with feeling safe in relationships. You'll have issues feeling safe in your environment and always be on guard and not see the world as a particularly warm and welcoming place. And, you know, countless other things. And on the other hand, if you came up in a family that was comfortable financially, that was loving, that was always there, and you lived in an area where you didn't have to worry about your safety you're still going to have issues. They'll just be different types of suffering. You know, for example, you could feel like you need to live up to some expectation because you had abundance growing up. And so you spend your life trying to prove yourself. You become competitive to prove to yourself and to those around you that just because you came from a really abundant place doesn't mean that you aren't willing to you know, work hard and to carve out your own path in life. And so then that can get unbalanced and you can feel like you're never enough. You feel like you're never achieving enough. And that creates suffering. It's one of just many, many ways that those things can come into existence. And the interesting thing about those types of suffering is that they are conditional. You know, they come into being whenever we're quite young. And so we get used to them. We don't really know what reality is like without them. Hey friends, this podcast is brought to you by AG1. 
Now, I love supplements. They're a huge part of my daily routine. I've used them for over a decade, and I'm always searching for new ones, doing research, finding out what the best optimum supplements are, and then trying them to see how they make me feel and if I want to use them in my daily routine instead of what I'm currently using. And I have to say, AG1 is my favorite go-to supplement. It has replaced a whole bunch of other ones that I was using before because it's got a lot packed in there. It's got 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food sourced ingredients. And it tastes good, it's easy, just one scoop. I actually mix it in with my protein powder every morning, so it's super easy, uh, it tastes good, and I can't recommend it enough. If you wanna take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs. Love those travel packs. I take a stack of them with me every time I go somewhere. I'm going out of town this weekend and I'll certainly be taking with me on the road. Go to drinkag1.com astral. That's drinkag1.com astral. Check it out. So think about that for a minute. If you're always used to a certain thing in your life, it just feels apparent. And so therefore it feels normal. So if you're always used to feeling that type of suffering, you mistake it and just think, oh, this is what life is. This is what everyone is feeling. And I just have to deal with it. But that's not true. That's not true. It's, it's a, you know, something that's been baked in, as it were, to your life. But it doesn't mean that it has to stay. And these types of suffering are really interesting because, generally because they were formed prior to us being as self-aware as we are as adults they don't have a lot of clear reasoning as to like where they came from. Like if you're 28 years old and you're in a long-term relationship and that relationship ends and you feel suffering and then you have your know, future relationships, you are more hesitant to invest yourself in, etc. You know why you're doing that. You know, like, okay, it's clear. I feel this way because I was just kind of burned. I was in a bad thing and now I'm going to be more hesitant. It makes sense because you were self-aware whenever that, you know, suffering came into your life. But these things that are more fundamental, these types of suffering that are more fundamental, we have a, a harder time zeroing in on because they came into our lives prior to us being as self-aware. And so what happens is that we, we live with these, these waves of pain and suffering in certain moments and we don't really identify them. That's why labeling those feelings is really, really powerful. It's actually how you start to integrate them understand yourself, and then ultimately set those pains free to let go of that suffering, to work through it, as it were. So for example, if you are, if you find that you know, during conversations with your partner about finances, you feel one of those feelings, 
and I'll describe one of these types of kind of perennial sort of suffering. It's weird. It's like a, a heavy feeling that's painful, that's in your stomach, kind of in your chest. Feels quiet and dark and foreboding, but you can't really place your finger on it. It's like vague. It's just like almost like a form of resistance, but it's the heavy, painful emotion. And it makes you feel kind of stuck like a deer in the headlights, like you don't know what to do or how to work with it because it's appearing and it's powerful, but you, it, but, but it's vague, so it's very strange. It's like finding yourself in a shadow but not knowing what's casting that shadow. And again, you know, we feel that way because those, the essence of those feelings of that suffering formed uh, whenever we were really young. And so labeling those feelings when they arise is super valuable because when you do that, you can see how those feelings are, you know, a certain number of emotions that are all connected together because of a certain reason. So let's say just in the example that you are talking with your partner about finances, you feel this pain, it makes you where you can't have a good, healthy conversation, you get weird and um, etc. So what you would do in this instance is notice that feeling and then just start saying to yourself, you know, the first words that come up to describe what you're feeling. You might say you feel vulnerability and fear and low self-worth and then now that you have these words attached to what that feeling is, you can start to identify it. So you're like, oh, okay, fear, low self-worth and vulnerability. And you can track that back and say, why am I feeling that around having conversations about finances with my partner? And then you can look at your earlier life and say, oh, that's because I came from a financially unstable background. You know, whenever I was a child, we were always, it was always a thing. It was always a darkness, you know, in the family of making sure everyone was taken care of and okay. So it creates this type of pain, this type of connection and suffering that moves forward with you into your future. And it's confusing because even if you're an adult and you're financially secure now, it doesn't matter because the feeling is from then, it's from back then. But by adding these labels to it, you can understand like, okay, actually this is what I'm feeling. It crystallizes, it clarifies what the feeling is and helps you understand where it's coming from. And then just through having that insight of going, oh, okay, this is like a weird hangover of some traumatic experience I had whenever I was a child. And now using my mindful awareness, I can see that I'm just still attached to these feelings as an adult whenever they don't really apply to me anymore. So once you just have that insight and have that realization, you can then start to let that feeling go. Because then the next time you have a, a conversation with your partner about finances and you feel that, that feeling arising, you just have the tools, you remind yourself like, oh right, this isn't, this doesn't apply to anything. 
I'm in a safe, like comfortable place to have this conversation. I can let go of that tension, of that suffering, of that pain. It's just something from the past that I hadn't identified I was still holding on to yet. And you can move forward, you know, at your comfortable uh, leisure and that conversation. So you can do this with all sorts of things. You know, any of those things that could be, you know, obviously a lot of these things come up in relationships, but they come up in social situations. They come up whenever you're, you know, thinking about yourself, whenever you have, you know, self-talk going on and you're maybe moving towards a goal or some type of self-improvement and you have some feeling, some dark negative feeling, some cringy suffering feeling, and you look at it and you think, oh, this is why I feel that way. So by, by looking at those things, just when they arise, you can start to set yourself free. You add shape, add context, add definition to these emotions. And then by doing that, you'll be able to let go of that suffering because after labeling it, you actually know what it is that you're trying to let go of in the first place. I hope you enjoyed that podcast, friends. Uh, as always, if you rate the show, leave a review, share it with your friends, all that stuff, I really appreciate it. Um, come over and hang out on Patreon. There's extra podcasts over there, as well as a lot of other great stuff, guided meditations and so forth. Or come over to my newsletter on Substack and hang out. And of course, I'm Hey Corey Allen on all platforms. And until next time, my friends, much love.